Hi everyone, welcome to the new Legacy Linden uh, sermon recording here. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. Uh, now just one point of order before we get into the sermon here today. If New Legacy Linden is the place you call home as a church, then we invite you to give through the www.newlegacylinden.com site. Uh, by there you will go to our support, and that will be an option to give. Uh, we've been able to give generously these last few months during Corona, and we want to thank you so much for your generous, generous support here. Now, my name is Tanner. I've kind of started to take over and head our our youth and kind of present and uh, lead them and, and kind of be a, uh, like a, a youth pastor for them here. Now, this kind of summer slowdown where we've been taking the time to talk about creating our space with spiritual growth. Today, I'm going to be presenting on the Bible and why we should read the Bible and have our own personal time with the Bible here. Now, personally, I grew up here in Linden going to church on Sunday where I was constantly hearing the Bible, but never really took my own personal development with it. Uh, that actually finally happened when I went to Bible college and... Uh, I, uh, with some help and encouragement, started to do my own personal reading of the Bible, which is something we should do there because we get to see the, the heart of Christ as well as grow closer to, to Christ and see kind of more of what he has for us here. Now, the big verse that I'm going to be using with with that topic here is Romans 10, 16 and 17. Um, this comes up when Paul is kind of talking about how the Israelites kind of were rejecting the gospel and uh, things that go with it there. So uh, Romans 10, 16 and 17 goes like this. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now I know what you guys might be thinking. Tanner, it says hearing, like listening and doing that. So why are we using this for uh, the use of, of reading the Bible? And I would have to agree. In English, it says hearing like it's talking about listening. But in the Greek, it was used as the noun uh, akia, and instead of being used as a verb. And akia kind of roughly translated to be uh, the receiving of a message and something more than the mere sense of hearing. So if it's the receiving of a message, then it doesn't mean always listening to these or going to church on Sunday and listening to those sermons because you can read the Bible and still listen, if that makes sense. Uh, which, I mean, I guess I should go into there. That a little bit more, which is in hearing, hearing by the word of God. Well, what do we call the Bible? We call the Bible the word. So then, 
if our faith grows when we are in the Word, the Word is the Bible, we also call the Bible Scripture, and different things like that, then we should we should probably hear about that, right? Like, it should say something about it uh, in the Bible. If, I mean, that makes sense. That's a very logical conclusion to come to. And sure enough, it does. In 2 Timothy uh, 3, 14-17, it says, But you must continue in the things which you have learned, and been assured of, knowing for whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. That is the point where we really want to focus in here. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, if we call the Bible the Word and Scripture, then we know all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And that by knowing Scriptures, we're made wise to salvation through faith, which is, is Christ. So then, all Scripture is the Word, and through hearing comes faith, and or faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So then, to go back to our fun Romans verse here, the Bible is kind of how we can replace the Word of God there. So hearing comes by faith. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Bible. Which then kind of makes the Bible an anchor point for us. If we're reading and being in the Bible, even in times like this where we're not able to meet, or we may not be able to go listen to sermons all the time, we still have a Bible which can anchor us in chaotic times. It's not just showing up on Sunday or for us on Thursday nights and listening, because I have still my own study, that's going to help me get through it. Now, it's very useful during these times, especially for the summer as we have to take the, we basically have to do this if we want our own growth. Because sadly, until Corona eventually dies down, we won't be able to meet in person again. So taking that step to make it our own thing will anchor us through chaotic times, through times where we aren't able to go to church, or different things like that. But also, the Bible reminds us of God's love. I mean, you could go to a service and constantly be told that, but being able to to read through it and kind of read a little bit more uh, coherently, and maybe not get all the super deep things you may get on a Sunday, but you can still see God's love. And watch his his love be shown for us throughout the whole time there. But the big thing is, and kind of with, with our faith, the Bible is like food. You can only get nourishment if you consume it. I, I mean, ultimately, you don't go out for every meal of every day to a restaurant. That'd be absurd. That'd be expensive. So what do you learn to do? Well, you learn to make your own food. You learn to become self-sufficient and be able to do things on your own. So you're still getting nourishment so you don't die. The Bible is the same way, which is why you want to read the Bible. 
basically like going to Sundays, your your big weekly eating out. It's your time to to see everyone, and and to get this big, real like five course meal. But a five course meal doesn't last you a week. I mean, if you're eating on one night, what are you going to do for the other six? So you should be eating and reading the Bible on your own each day. And we know this to be true because uh, when Satan is trying to convince Jesus to kneel before him in Matthew, uh, we get out of here in Matthew 4, verse 4, but he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If we want to live and we want to grow, we, we, we need to study it on our own. We need to live with what we can study and not just this big five-course meal because you're not going to have a five-course meal one night a week for food, so why should we do it with the scripture? Additionally, Peter, uh, when talking to the church in, in 1 Peter here 2, 2-3, to As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So the Bible brings nourishment. The Bible, reading the Bible and craving for the Bible is what we should have. We should have a crave to read the Bible. Like, once you get to start to read the Bible and you can start to see how amazing God is and you've tasted that, it's amazing and you want to keep going. But it's easy to make excuses not to read the Bible. I have mornings where I wake up, I try and read the Bible first thing every morning. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but I, I get around to it late in the day. But it's so easy to make an excuse to not read the Bible. It's as simple as like, oh shoot, I have to rush off to work. I'll read the Bible when I get home. Oh no, I have people coming to visit. I don't have time to read the Bible now. i got to get the house ready for when they get here. I can read the Bible later. Oh, uh, today wasn't a good day. I'd rather just kind of spend some time relaxing. I can read the Bible tomorrow. And eventually you just push off reading the Bible because, like with any habit, it's hard to start. It's hard to develop a habit or, or a spiritual discipline because it's so easy just to to put it off because especially when you're starting something it's just a chore it's something you kind of are forcing yourself to do whether you may truly want to do it or not and so it's it's easy to make an excuse it's easy not to find something to do and to push it off to a point where it's like ah i'll just come back to it tomorrow i didn't get to it today i'll, I'll come back I'll, I'll read the bible tomorrow and that's it it's obviously not what you want to do. It's If the Bible is meant to be food and nourishment for our spirit, you wouldn't push off making food or eating food for for a whole day. That's That'd be insane. Your body would, would not like that. Your body would get annoyed with it. But we constantly do that with, with our spiritual food here. And kind of like I said... Because that it makes that hard to develop that spiritual discipline. It made it so makes it that you kind of need the accountability to read the Bible. I mean, 
for me, when I started to read my Bible, it was because my, my dorm steward, who was kind of like uh, the lead of the room to kind of keep us all from going insane and crazy because, oh my goodness, we're out on our own finally. Look at us, we're trying to be adults in college. Because of, of him, I had the accountability to read the Bible. Because he, we were talking and he was like, hey, let's do a reading through Timothy and let's meet up and talk about it. Well, you know, I can't just uh, not read it if we're going to talk about it. I have the accountability to do so. And because I had the accountability to read the Bible, I now do it on a regular basis. Well, still talking to my dorm steward almost on a weekly basis here just to catch up to see how we have been but also to, to see what we've been reading and studying so if it's hard to create this and develop this spiritual discipline then we need to find people who can keep us accountable because that's going to be the biggest thing we need those people who can keep us accountable for being in the Word of God, even on our bad days where we don't want to be. So then, who who would you find to be accountable? But also kind of with that, how do you ask? Let's kind of hit those both here. Who is keeping you accountable? Who is it that's really asking you how you're really doing here? I mean, ultimately, if you want somebody to keep you accountable, you want somebody who can have those deeper conversations with you, you're going to want to have a relationship with that person. You're not just going to want to go up to your neighbor or a stranger or a friend and just be like, hey, can you keep me accountable for this thing? Because unless you have a good relationship with that person, they may not. Probably will forget. But not only do you want somebody you have a relationship with, you want somebody who wants to grow in their relationship with Jesus as well. I mean, you have a good friend who is going to make sure you're accountable, who wants to grow themselves. They're going to hold you accountable and you're going to be able to hold them accountable. For me, with my dorm steward, we were able to, to ask each other, hey, have you done your reading yet? Probably because we would find a, try to find a time throughout the day when we were both free to be able to talk about it. And then once we were able to find that time, we would do it and we'd be able to be like, oh, did you do your reading? Oh, I haven't yet because of, of class. I'll do it right after class so we can meet at this time and set that expectation for that accountability. And... In our second semester together, we just set, uh, that first semester gave us that daily structure, so then we were able to set the a once-a-week time, uh, our second semester, where we would just meet and, and just have that time to talk. But you have that relationship with the person, like me and my dorm steward, we had that wantingness to grow in, in Jesus, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be friends it can be your family. If you have a... If your family is also Christians, and they can be an amazing source of accountability. Uh, if you're parents. Uh, for any of the, the youth that might be listening here, and even for myself at times, 
having my parents be able to hold me accountable for things and accountable for my reading has been great and is honestly a great help for for both of us because it sets the uh, the expectation not just on you but with your parents where your parents are going to have an amazing great understanding uh, parents would be worth maybe doing this with with your youth here because you have an amazing understanding of the way things work and the way the world works and a better understanding of some of what the bible talks about than my generation and, and younger the youth will will be able to have uh, so it's such a great source of accountability and information and that growth there and that is the biggest thing with wanting to start reading the Bible. It's accountability and intentionality. So your friend who you can be accountable with and who wants to grow, has that intention to grow. Your family, which can be an amazing, useful tool because parents have figured out how to be extremely responsible and to make sure you stay responsible. It's, it's accountability intentionality. It's knowing that I have somebody who is going to ask me about this and I need to know on it. And with the intention of, I'm not going to, that person isn't going to get up, oh, did you do the thing? Okay, good job. They're going to be like, as I keep jumping back to with my dorm steward here, it was, hey, what did you get from your reading of Second Timothy? Oh, like when I read through, I got this and this. Like we had some amazing conversations based off that. Because what I was able to read and kind of get out of Second Timothy would be different from what he got. And with that, we were both able to grow and get this better understanding of God. And our own knowledge just grew more because my experiences in life are different than his. Your experiences with your friends or your family are going to be different. Your knowledges are different. The way you view things are different. So you all grow and, and build each other up through these knowledges. So reading the Bible requires the intention. And if you want to read the Bible regularly, then having a plan for it was great. Like setting up a time once a week to meet with somebody to talk about whatever it is you want to read through. Uh, a big one online is the reading a Bible in a year. Uh, weekly Bible studies. There are so many groups where you have the ability to get a plan, whether that is like a, a prayer group, a small group, uh, or things on your own, reading the New Testament re in a year. Uh, the big one, if you're wanting to learn more about your faith and kind of get stronger in your faith is there's uh, the Roman road, which is a uh, scriptures that go through Roman that are really good just to kind of read and study whether you are uh, relatively new for the faith or even a little bit more uh, well-versed in the faith, which kind of hits all, all the big points of the new new Testament. Uh, I mean, the, the amount of sources there are to for a already a pre-made plan are insane. I mean, a quick Google search can give you an extensive list, 
And that's just finding whichever one works best for you and whoever you're going to be accountable with. Because ultimately the big thing is that accountability. If you have somebody with you who wants to grow and will hold you to it, they're going to learn. You're going to see different things and learn new things about God that you never really knew were there before. As well as have the ability to not have your uh, faith be shaken when rough patches come around. Or not know really what to do when you're not able to meet in person or make it to a, a Sunday sermon. Because you'll have your own. Your, your faith becomes more of your own. And it's no longer just the faith I have through the church. It's now really becomes your faith. Because it's something you are pursuing now on your own. So that kind of leads us to the final few questions I have for you guys here to kind of think on and ponder. And those questions are, what is the purpose of reading the Bible regularly? I kind of hit on it before and I'll give a little snippet here. For me, it's the anchors. It made my faith my own. It helped me understand God better. It helped me build my faith. So what is it that you are needing? Because by reading the Bible, you'll, with God, you'll find it. Now the second question. Why do we struggle with reading the Bible regularly? I mean, again, personally... It felt a lot like a chore to start, and I didn't really want anything extra on my plate at the time until I had somebody who was willing to do it with me. So why are you struggling? What is it that's coming in your path that makes it so you don't really want to read the Bible? And how can you work your way through that or around that? What are practical ways to begin reading the Bible regularly. Who are you going to find to to keep you accountable to doing these things? What way are you going to find to work past those excuses? And our final question, how can reading the Bible change your life? I've never really given my testimony uh, for me, I went from being a extremely depressed and a suicidal person to being a lot more fun-loving and outgoing through reading the Bible. There is something in there for all of us and something in there that we will need that will help us each day. So we want to read the Bible for those things. So I'll quickly hit those four again without my fun little snippets before we wrap up here. Just to ponder, what is the purpose of reading the Bible regularly? Why do we struggle with reading the Bible regularly? What are practical ways to begin reading the Bible regularly? And how can reading the Bible change your life? Think on those things.
because that's what will help you grow and what will help you even exceed limitations that you've had and maybe ever never knew you had. I want to thank you guys all for coming ultimately and, and listening to this here. I hope it proves helpful and I hope these questions uh, help you find a way and a person who you can be accountable with to start reading the Bible. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful rest of your day here. And I will hopefully see you all soon when this COVID all comes to an end and we can all meet back in person. Uh, I'll just end it with now with saying bye-bye. Hope you guys all have a great day.